What's up, everybody? You're listening to the Plain Sight Podcast. You may be watching the Plain Sight That's Podcast. Um, if you're listening to us right now, the way you normally do, uh, feel free. Hop over to the socials. We'll post clips. And also, we're going to be posting our videos on YouTube now. Whoa. The internet. Content. You know, Zach and I tried to start a vlog. I was hoping this day would never come. <laughs> <laughs> Let me introduce you first. I'm here with my good old buddies, my good old pals, Cam Jordan. Cam, how you doing? Uh, better than I was when I tried to start that vlog. <laughs> Zachary Kuyat, how are you? Just trying to decide if I'm better than I was when we started that vlog. <laughs> so what was this vlog about? That's a great question. <laughs> it was about two middle schoolers who thought people cared what they had to middle say. Middle school. That's what yeah. I was trying to get at. Yeah, about yeah, how yeah. old were we? <laughs> it was... Yeah, yeah, it was definitely middle school. I, I don't remember much from it. We only did like two episodes. Yeah, we weren't was, good at it. Is it still up there now? It's it the internet. Does exist it's somewhere. it'll exist forever. Anything. If you I've can learned. send the link, either add it, put it on Twitter <laughs> at Plainsight Pod under at Plainsight underscore Pod. There we go. Or send it to our Gmail. The link, Pod at gmail dot com. I have a surprise. I have a gift. I will. I'll send you anything. You've promised anything. a whole lot of people gifts these last <laughs> couple pods, and I don't know if you're ready to. He's come he's with gonna. That. If people actually <laughs> interact with the podcast, I will. It'll be I'll worth show it. Show up. Yeah, I will say the only discernible memory I have of this vlog is we did a whole episode where we had people give us random words, and then we just drew two of them, and that became the name of our vlog. And I don't. That's remember, a good bit. I don't remember what any of the words were. But no, I remember but I that. I do remember that, and that's a good bit. It was very good. How does it feel that this is probably the manifestation of your vlog right now? Yeah, this is 100%. what happens yeah. when you want to start a vlog in middle school, but you don't know what you're doing. Is six, seven, eight years later, you make a podcast. And you still think maybe someone wants to hear what I have to maybe, say. They don't, <laughs> but we like to pretend anyone, that they do. If anyone wants to hear what we have to say. So, this is the Plainside Podcast. Our whole goal is, as, as three Christian dudes... Um, we believe that we can pull our faith. We can we can pull deeper conversations and deeper themes out of anything in pop culture. We don't believe um, that the things that we believe in as Christians are are limited only to Sunday mornings and only to super spiritual and religious things. But that we can we can have those conversations with anything, and that if we can open up our mind, we can experience pop culture in a way that has us in a constant state of getting to know our faith better in building that relationship with Christ as Christians. So that's our goal with plain sight. We believe that it's hiding in plain sight. Whoa. Bam. So this is episode two of our star Wars series. If you haven't watched it yet, go check out episode one. I would like uh, to specify it is better than the actual star Wars episode two. I think I we can say that, that much that you our think episode we can two say that? will be better than star Wars. I guess I don't two. know that yet. But, our, but we can our dream. First episode was a boy than can dream, one. Cam. Yeah. <laughs> our third episode will not be better than episode three. That depends which one we record as our third episode. Get out of here, you ding dong. So <laughs> we're talking about Rogue One. Zach, here's where our second favorite podcast uh, genre? No. Segment? S- segment. segment. <laughs> genre? We. We have multiple genre podcasts. Where our second favorite our is true crime. 
<laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> it's sports for sure. It sure is. Uh, throw it backery with Zachary. Zach, tell us about Rogue One. Rogue One, the best Star Wars movie. That's my hot take for the day. Rogue One tells the story of before episode four, Mm -hmm. why there was a flaw in the Death Star system. The exhaust port that Luke shoots into in episode four, why was that there? Why was there a direct line to the central core of the entire Death Star? Well, this movie says, let me tell you. Boom. Jen Erso, whose father helped design the Death Star, left a secret weakness inside of the plans. So she assembles or gets thrown into a team. Not really. She doesn't assemble. She just is there. She gets she gets kidnapped and put into it. She does a little bit. She does lead it father. though. She does. She does lead it. This movie is full of incredible names, and I'm going to rattle off. A they few of really them. are. Jen Erso, uh, along with Cassian Andor, Bodhi Rook, Saw Gerrera, Chirrut Imway, and Baze Malbus. Yeah, this is really. Uh huh. Really Did not include K two S O. I didn't get there yet. My game is about K2SO. Don't uh, worry. Yes. <laughs> K2SO is one of my favorite characters He's in great. the whole canon This of is Star a superpower Wars. that you have. <laughs> yeah, it kind of is. This is my superpower. I've had it for a very long time. Yeah, it's just it's stuff irritating. sticks in my brain. But it's their job to get the plans for the Death Star, including the secret weakness that was planted in there all along intentionally. It's their job to deliver those plans to the Rebel Forces. And then at the very end of the movie, there's a really dope horror movie sequence where Darth Vader Gosh, just kills some fools. It is yeah. awesome. So good. Maybe the best Darth Vader like specific scene. Honestly. Probably. Honestly, <laughs> I, think, I don't even think it's debatable. It's so no. good. So now it's up to Hayden Christensen to top it in the Obi Wan series. I think that will probably happen though. Yeah. Like it's the Obi Wan so show good. is going to be so cool, and Man. Hayden Christensen they're going to really try to throw everything. Two of at the my wall favorite Star Wars scenes are kind of in here. Yeah, um, that opening scene. Yeah, is just awesome. It's very and terrifying and chaotic and uh-huh. beautiful. Yeah, all at the same time, and then the Darth Vader scene is. The Darth One Vader of the iconic Star Wars scenes. It's amazing. It is the audible gasp that everyone who ever watched that movie in the theater. When it heard. just the door opens and you don't see anything, and the red lightsaber just comes Gosh. on, just, and you're just seeing that, and then he just starts murdering yeah, fools. He goes crazy, <laughs> and they're just trying to like hand the plans to the next person before they die. <laughs> yeah. Like it's stressful to watch. <laughs> So, based off what you just said, I, I have a question that I wanted to bring up on one of these episodes we're recording. Perfect. I think this is the time. Sounds like this is the moment. Which Star Wars episode has the best opening scene? Because I think it's between three of them, and I think oh. this is one of them. Oh. Okay. Okay. The other one, I think, is three. The opening scene of three is Threes dope. is dope. And the other one, I think, is nine. As See, much as I don't like I nine, wanted to throw seven in there, because I think the opening of episode seven is so good. Because okay. they're on that planet... And it's it's just Poe on the planet, and he's like getting the plans from that the is guy. So good. And it's it has that moment where Kylo Ren freezes the blaster fire in midair, that and it just good. vibrates in midair in between them. That's so cool. Yeah, I think you just swayed me because I was gonna say Rogue One, but you're right. Yeah. It's so good, and no, he's and that's another one where like Kylo Ren, you get to learn who Kylo Ren is like in an instant, mm-hmm. and he's so cool. Yeah. I, I, that's the one well, for me. And I know, like, this isn't uh, an episode or uh, a podcast about episode nine, but as much as I hate episode nine, it has some of the coolest scenes. It's and got it some has cool stuff my in it. Kylo Ren moments, which is that opening scene. Kylo Ren is the best. 
them fighting back to back, it is marvelous. The Why best are we scene doing in Kylo Ren podcast. I don't know. We're gonna talk about Kylo Ren a lot do in we episode do eight because I have one a lot of and decide right now that today we just record five. <laughs> I don't have a game board. ready. <laughs> no, if we get enough, if we get enough interaction on these ones, we'll just do a whole. We'll just do an whole extra another, month, a whole another new, month of Star Wars. Yeah, a whole another month of Star Wars. Mando. We can do. Kylo yeah, we're Ren. not even talking about Mandalorian and anywhere in our Star Wars again. stuff. I'm doing that. I'm starting that today. Perfect. You'll be ready for next month when we do a Mandalorian month. Sick, dope, nasty. I say seven. I think Zach has convinced me. I think me. seven is good. It's really good. I like it. Yes. <laughs> Zach, you did a great job. So, Rogue One. I'm about to get a little. I'm about to go a little old school here. Okay. Um, I I'm going to talk from Church World as I mostly do, but I'm gonna try and I'm gonna try and even exceed above that. Ooh. Go a little farther. Okay. Like the steeple above the Church World. Yeah. Rogue One, I think Rogue One makes the most sense if I was telling someone how they should watch Star Wars, mm. even though this is the prequel to the the whole thing, I wouldn't tell them to watch it first. No, definitely not. No, I, I'd say chronologically. I'd say watch this right before. So what this makes me think of is... There are a lot of times where we will have a take or an opinion. A lot of times, theologically, that can be for us. Or we hear somebody say something in church or somewhere, and we're like, man, this is so cool. Yeah. Um, and that's the starting point. But everything makes so much more sense when you dig deeper. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I My that. takes about four can only become better when I know Rogue One. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, in that same way, when I understand the context of where this take that I just heard came from, like, where did this originate? Because mm -hmm. a lot of us, we hear something, especially now in the days of Twitter, we see a tweet, we agree with it, cool, this is what I believe now. Yep. Even if it's subconscious, what does it take for me to go back and read a little bit more before I start telling people this is what I believe? Yeah. Or I hear a, a, a sermon... I hear something and it's awesome. Um, what does it take for me to just read a little bit more before I say, okay, now I'm convinced. This is what I believe. And the idea of context in Rogue One, that's what the entire movie is about. The entire movie is about pulling the curtain back to the stuff we've already loved and digging even deeper. And it shows for me, maybe when I'm trying to think about this, what what is this, what can I learn from this, peel from this in a faith context and just a life context is the idea of I never know enough. Mm, yeah. yeah. I never know enough. I can always know more. I can always go back because there's always more for me to learn. Right. And it's always, it always gets better the more I learn too. As we know, Rogue One is like one of the best Star Wars movies yeah, ever. Absolutely. It's amazing. It's beautiful. If I ever want someone who doesn't know much about Star Wars to just watch a movie because of how good it is, Rogue One is Rogue One is the one, one that I yeah, point 100%. to. It is fantastic. It's such a good movie. Yeah. And it makes every it ties everything together. Right. So for me it says, Alex, do your homework. Okay, speaking of not knowing things and also tying everything together. Yeah. The thing about this movie that like sticks out to me in the way that we do this podcast. Yeah. Um, is that in episode four, they don't really talk about like, they don't talk about it being weird at all that there's just an exhaust port to the central core of the Death Star, right? They don't necessarily bring that up. 
because it's a fun movie and they don't need to ask questions. But then as the years went on, because the Star Wars fandom is insane, people started asking questions like that and started going, well, why would there be an exhaust port directly to this? Why is that? Why, why would that be in the design? doesn't make any sense. And I think this movie is an interesting way to look at the fact that there is always more going on than meets the eye. Mm. Whether you talk about with people that you're interacting with yeah. and how their lives are more than like, you're not the main character of their lives and they have also do things. Or when you talk about the way that like God works behind the scenes yeah. to fit things together, because no, at no point in the original trilogy, does anybody really talk about, Jin Urso or Cassian Andor no, or any of these uh, nobody they're not mentioned because yeah. this movie was made later and written later but none of that stuff is mentioned they just know we have we see this weakness in the system that we can exploit but come to find out 30 40 years later that that weakness was actually designed by somebody else and they only mm-hmm. have the plans because somebody put in the extra work to get the plans to them yeah like it takes it takes more happening behind the scenes than we tend to realize for things to work out the way that they have. Mm. And even this stuff that doesn't necessarily make sense, even the why is there an exhaust port here, is part of the design most of the time. Wow. That's a part of the way that things fit together on purpose. Well, and I think when we're looking at this and talking about like how context plays a part in like the story that is continuing to happen, we need to look at like the Bible and like the historical context associated with it, because I think that's where we struggle a lot. Um, You know, whenever people point out um, like contradictions in the Bible, it's because they're not really looking at who was writing it, when they were writing it, who they were writing it for. And we think that the Bible was put together to be this, like to be the Bible when in actuality it was put together as letters written to specific people, to specific communities with the intention of bettering their lives. And later it became the Bible. And so I think it's really hard to like, you know, we, we forgive star Wars for some, you know, Canon errors early on for some sister kissing for for some sister kissing. kissing. (laughs) They hadn't planned that ahead. They didn't know that that was going to be a thing in the same way. Like, Paul, when he's writing the Bible, like when he wrote Romans, he wasn't thinking he oh, wasn't this thinking is gonna somebody's going to take all my letters and put them in a book, yeah. which have different perspectives on women and leadership roles. Right. And so I think what we need to learn from the Bible is it dictates where we need to be in terms of society. Mm-hmm. You know, Jesus and these, um, you know, people in that time were on the forefront of social change. And, and things like that. So I don't know if it's about, you know, adopting very specific word for word things that were being said back then in the same way we don't do that with Star Wars. It's about saying where were they in perspective to when it was written, where it was written and who it was written for. Mm-hmm. And how can I echo that in today's society? And cultural context is always important. Yeah. It's not only important when it benefits my cause. Exactly. Right. Which I think we all do. Every yeah. single one of us oh, yeah. likes to pull well, what about this? What about the cultural context here? But there are other things where someone will say that and will say, ah, that doesn't necessarily make me feel as good. Right. right. I'm going to ignore that part because so that, that doesn't, doesn't apply because I don't want it. That doesn't yeah. fit my argument. So the idea of context and how powerful it is is that it matters even when we don't want it to. Yeah. Yeah. Same thing here. She kind of gets thrown into this. Absolutely. She has. You don't want anything to do with it. Pops doesn't want anything to do with it, mm-hmm. right? He gets 
taken up. He'd, he'd gotten away from that life. He's far, far away. Zach, what's his name? Uh, Urso. What's his What's his first name? He's barely in it. <laughs> George Urso. Galen. Galen. Is that right? Name? Galen. Oh Urso. yeah, you have the cast list. I literally, I'm, I'm looking at it, but <laughs> I also like, I, I did how did you pull that? that? <laughs> wow. I, well, I did remember Galen that one, Urso. But it is, yeah. It is Galen so Galen Urso. Urso. I know that it's Mads Mikkelsen. Give me that. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's dumb. Why do you know that, but not that it's Galen? Because Urso. that's an actor who's been in other things. <laughs> Galen Urso. I, I couldn't tell you what else he's been in. Hold up. Hannibal <laughs> and also oh, Doctor Strange. Gosh, you oh. guys are ridiculous. So, <laughs> Galen Urso. And what I'm trying to get at here with Rogue One, what can we learn about context? What can we learn about going back? What can we learn about diving deeper? It's also about thinking deeper. Mm-hmm. Galen Urso gets put in this impossible situation. It is. Um, build plans for a Death Star or die. Mm-hmm. And probably your family to die as well. Yeah, it's not great. You know? Um, so what What do you do there? Um, and he found a way, by thinking deeper, by understanding this situation sucks, but I understand my purpose to do something great through it. Like the story, none of the story happens without him. Right. right. You know, they don't fall into destroying the Death Star 43 times? How many times was it? A ton. (laughs) In the movies? Um, Without him taking a situation, sitting, breathing, saying, this really sucks, I don't like this, but what next? What can I do still? What can I do? How can I lead through impossible situations? That's good. That's a good point. That's good. I'm with (laughs) it. I like when we finish a point and then one of us just congratulates ourselves. Yeah, and it's like, like, man, that was pretty good. Now... Is it too early to get silly? Is that, that's, kind of, that's kind of what we look at each other. I have a silly thing think. associated with social context. So I okay, think let's we can let's tie take this. In. Okay, I take it. the segue into the silly zone. Let's get welcome silly. to the silly zone. Welcome to the silly zone. <laughs> we need music. Welcome to the silly zone. <laughs> Yeah, okay. We're, it seems like we're there, I think. <laughs> yeah, we, we have arrived. Um, you have arrived at your destination. Um, so I have uncovered. So as, as the two of you know, I've spent some time driving DoorDash over the last Yes, I've month. heard. Correct. I've uncovered a deep-rooted conspiracy theory. <gasps> Okay. <laughs> a fan favorite restaurant. Okay. Have y'all ever heard of the restaurant It's Just Wings? No. No. You is it a fan why? favorite? What? Oh, oh no 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 no. I've heard about this. I've heard about this. And this uh-huh. is a real thing. And I heard about it and yes. then I experienced it. Yes, I'm with so it now. I had a delivery from It's Just Wings. And I thought to myself, I eat a lot of chicken wings. Yeah, we do. Can't believe I've I'm never heard of it. I'm about to eat some after this podcast. Why have I not heard of it? It's just wings. That feels like a place I would want to order wings from. Uh-huh. That's because it's just chilies. It's chilies. <laughs> but chilies on delivery service apps has a separate restaurant listed for, for the wings. Just their wings. And it's just wings. <laughs> because who gets on and says, I can order wings from Buffalo Wild Wings or chilies? So, to be more competitive with wing sales, they have unmarked boxes and bags that don't say chilies. They don't say it's just wings, but they don't say chilies. And you can order from it's just wings and have no idea you're ordering from chilies. It's so good. And I had this realization when I put it in my phone and it took me, the address took me to chilies. Took and I'm you okay, to chilies. I said, Is there a reason? That my fault, because I didn't see it's just wings anywhere. Yeah. Is there a reason that this would take me here? And she goes, 
yeah, come this way. And I was red in on this secret. And it was amazing. <laughs> I like that you got to kind of discover like a, a secret order, like a black market society of wings. It's the, the Guild of Chilies. That's really what <laughs> the it is. Chilies Guild. Chilled. <laughs> I really don't know what conversation piece we're going to have about this, but I just felt like I'm this needed sure to be I'm not sure there discussed. is a conversation That's amazing. Piece, other than if we were to do this as the Plain Sight Podcast, <laughs> what would we remarket ourselves to in order to be? A food podcast. It'd be yeah, a food podcast. Yeah, secretly a food podcast, but actually Plain Sight. So I've been really, really Hidden high on which, on which one's which for a long time. Which one's which, which one's is really which? good. Yep. Where the second which is spelled like sandwich. So of course. Which and the first which? which is spelled like which. The, the as team. in which one? Spellcaster. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, which one's which? We talk about hexes and also salad versus sandwich. And Hermione Granger. And so people would just send us in a picture. It would have to be a video podcast like this. Yeah. Or and they could just tell us about it. Or they could just tell us about it, but that's not as fun. And we decide if it is a salad or a sandwich, which one's which. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think like that'd definitely bit. be it. Like a brief, just like, let's talk about it for yeah, 15 seven minutes. minutes. Yeah. Just knock it in, knock it out. What? Oh. <laughs> knock it in, knock it out. You know what they say. Knock it in, knock it Just out. Just like Foursquare. <laughs> so I do have, earlier in the podcast history, we talked about how every meal is breakfast. That's right. We did. I stand by it. King yeah. agrees. Uh, my dog does agree. <laughs> He's staring me in the eyes. Now, we talk about how every meal is breakfast. <laughs> But I heard a pretty good I heard a pretty good argument against that. Oh, did you? Is that there's like Kim, was this you? I think it was. This will be really good then. There was a mm. certain amount of time for something to technically be considered a fast. A fast is scientifically defined because it is used in medical terms. Mm-hmm. Saying like if you have to fast before like a surgery or before like How many hours? seeing a doctor, it is eight hours. So, so if, if I don't do eat lunch, then every meal is breakfast. Sure. If you wait, so like right now, I I have not eaten today. I don't think I've eaten since those wings last night. Yeah. Um, I have fasted. My next meal will be breakfast. But if you do not go eight hours between meals, it's not breakfast. Which does mean sometimes breakfast is. That's not what I was about question. to say. That's my question. Is that I almost never get. I get like five hours of sleep. Correct. Which means that when I eat breakfast, I do it eat hasn't right been sleep eight hours since the last time I ate. No, probably not. Most times. Know, especially if you're going Taco Bell fourth meal. Like, exactly. I just had a chicken quesadilla, and I'm about to go to sleep. Or, you know, sometimes I'm like walking through, about to go to sleep. Mm, there's a cookie. Look, I'm a large guy. <laughs> just snuggled <laughs> up with obvious. a quesarito ready to go to bed. <laughs> well, and, well, hold up. Research also does say that we eat a certain amount of spiders. Yeah, so you eat a spider. Does that count? Then breakfast isn't breakfast anymore. That's just morning lunch. Morning <laughs> lunch. So you have morning lunch, lunch, and dinner. Yeah, and night lunch. I do feel like a hobbit night talking lunch. about first and second. Yeah, lunch. unless you have your elevensies, you have tea, you have second unless tea. Unless you skip lunch. If you skip lunch, and then you have morning. Lunch then you and have breakfast. morning lunch and breakfast. <laughs> <laughs> I just had steak and potatoes for breakfast. Do, do we? Well, yep. granted, that is. A I mean, really good potatoes breakfast. is a great breakfast. I've had do, some really great breakfasts in my life. <laughs> do we need to specify like night breakfast? Yeah, now because I, I eat morning lunch and night breakfast, breakfast most days. So Midnight all breakfast. All of a sudden, eggs are no longer a breakfast food. No, they're just a morning. Food. Not if you eat a spider. Eggs are in the a morning of the food. <laughs> if you actually yeah, eat, a spider, eat a spider, then eggs are just a morning food. Also, have I unknowingly eaten morning lunch and ate breakfast food, or eaten dinner foods and it was breakfast? Yeah. 
Have we got to be more particular food, about what we rules? eat. Here's the thing. Yeah. What we really need to talk about is the common phrase, breakfast is the most important meal of the day. Because I think what we've decided is... Is that breakfast is dinner. Breakfast the night meal exist. is usually breakfast. Yeah. Breakfast is a hoax made by the government. Breakfast, breakfast is, is a subjective. liberal conspiracy <laughs> to get you to eat more cereal that they can put chips into. And then they're going to track your movements. Don't get me started on cereal. <laughs> cereal is we the most overrated of foods. I hate cereal. Cereal. I, like cereal. I enjoy one cereal at a time for about two months, and then I will never Me eat too, it again. Me too, but the one cereal at a time is always just a mix between, is it Cinnamon Toast Crunch or Reese's Puffs? It's just one I of the two. I do love some Reese's Puffs. I love some thing. Cinnamon Toast Crunch. When I like cereal, I will go through a box a day. Yep. Yeah. But then I will buy like a big box thinking... And then I make the mistake. Uh, yes, uh-huh. I commit to... My cereal fandom, and then no longer do I want cereal. You get partway through that box, and you go, "Wait a second. Especially because I'm I not eight. Dry cereal, and I don't have milk that often. That is why I only buy almond milk because it lasts so much longer. I have takes about you and almond milk, but we'll keep going. <laughs> Specifically, me and almond milk. Yeah, it, that's just a match made in heaven. I would have never. If you asked me, what milk right. does Cam drink? Almond, almond milk. Well, <laughs> if I'm getting into my coffee, it is. Um, Oat milk. That's even that that's checks even, out. That checks out even more. Oat milk is so much better than coffee. A chai latte with oat milk. A dirty chai latte. I was gonna say you said a milk. chai, and that's not even coffee. Uh, uh, yeah, that's why I get it. I get it dirty. <laughs> a dirty chai. I don't with oat milk. like it. I don't, I don't like know that. What that is, but it's you put a dirty. shot of it's espresso shot of in a chai. It's amazing. Props to uh, my sister Kinsey, who is probably listening to these. Shouts shouts to my dad who also likes a dirty chai. Nice. So let's do you wanna do our favorite podcast game show name in the history of podcast game show names on the greatest podcast game show history of podcast game shows? I got it right this time. <gasps> Featuring your host, Zachary Kuyat on Laughing with Zachary. Take it away. A truly stellar transition where you just decided it was time to play a game. I did. <laughs> before we uh before we, we are get not into a food anything. Podcast. It's, Even though we are a food podcast. Listen, one day we're going to be a food podcast as a spinoff. Uh, that one day we, might be next month. Before we start, um, I just need to take a second. I'm just going to I'm just gonna try to feel the energy of the universe. Okay. I'm one with the force. The force is with me. I'm one with the force. The force is with me. I'm one with the force. The force is with me. I'm one with the force. The force is with me. That's the best part of that whole movie. And it also did, it revealed to me that Cam is going to go first this week. Mm. It's so I'm stronger in the force. I told you that. Or I'm about to kill. Force, you don't know. Forces rigged. One of those two. <laughs> <laughs> I told you that this week's game is about K2SO. Mm. I'm throwing it way back this week. Throwing Do you know where the dash is in K2SO? K-2SO. That would be my guess as well. That is it. Yeah. Wow. You guys won my game. You solved my K2SO puzzle. Slammery with Camry. I am the winner. <laughs> I said it first. You are not the winner. You agreed with him. He's the winner. We are the winner. It wasn't cheating. It was a Anyway, let's talk about task. the actual game yeah, on this podcast. Wildly off topic. Cast your minds back with me to our first ever episode. Which which, which one? Which, <laughs> Black Panther. Okay. The first episode in the stream on Transistor for this podcast. Okay, because yes. we did record a Black Panther one. Yeah, that's true. Years ago. No, the first one that followed vaguely our formula. Okay. Do you remember what game we played on the Black Panther no. podcast? Because it was one of my favorites. We played 
we played Has He Played This with yes. with uh Oh yeah with Andy Circus. Yeah. So we're doing an Alan Tudyk. We're playing Alan Has Tudyk. Alan Tudyk played this this week. Okay. Alan Tudyk is the voice of K2SO and also has a long career of sort of similarly voicing a lot of random things. Okay. So this week we're playing Has Alan Tudyk Played It. If you haven't checked out the Black Panther episode, go back do it cuz that game was a lot of fun. Andy Circus never played a chair. I know. I'm I'm afraid to go listen to it, but you should go listen to yeah, it. Yeah, go for it. But we're going to update. This week we're playing Has Alan Tudyk Played It? The rules are the same. I'm going to tell you a thing. You have to tell me if Alan Tudyk has played it. Sick. Checks out. Makes sense to everybody? Yeah. Came, you're up bit. first. Has Alan Tudyk Played It? A chicken. <laughs> yeah. All the subtle confidence in the world. Cam, you are correct. Alan Tudyk voices Hey Hey in Moana. Oh. The chicken in Moana. The little chicken? Is, the little chicken in Moana is voiced by Alan Tudyk. He's a treasure. Alex, we're going to you for question number two. Alex, has Alan Tudyk played Jeff Foxworthy? <laughs> no. I'm sorry that's incorrect. Alan Tudyk was the voice of Jeff Foxworthy on a number of episodes of Robot Chicken. I was thinking robot, robot chicken. chicken as the chicken when I answered <laughs> that question with so much confidence. So I accidentally was correct. Cam, you got the chance to expand your lead here. It's a bird again. Has Alan Tudyk played a parrot? No. I'm sorry, that's incorrect. Uh, Alan Tudyk was the voice of Iago in the Aladdin reboot. Mm. Not the first one. He wasn't. Mm. That was Gilbert Gottfried, who sounds like this. Of course, it was Gilbert. Very your good. Gilbert Gottfried impression. My is Gilbert very Gottfried good. is good. Gilbert Gottfried and Bernie. Those are your two. <laughs> that you do really those are the well. two. Bernie hops out when we're playing Warzone. Yeah, Bernie shows shot. up on accident, and that's when it's fun. <laughs> oh, gosh. Uh, that's. Alex, you got the chance to tie up the game here okay. in round number two. Can I steal if he gets no, it wrong? You can't. It's not how the game works. Alex, has Alan Tudyk played a pirate? Yes. I'm going to go no. Well, then it's a good thing you weren't trying to steal because you were wrong. Dang. Alan Tudyk has played a pirate, and Cam, you're going to kick yourself. Alan Tudyk is Steve the Pirate in Dodgeball. No, I did know that, but I just wanted to cover my bases. No, that's a pirate. He earned it. He's a pirate. pirate status. That means we're at a 1-1 tie Arrgh. going into round three. Cam. Has Alan Tudyk played a chimpanzee? <laughs> yes. I'm sorry, that is incorrect. While there's a long list of animals on his resume, a chimpanzee is not one of them. Alex, for the first lead of the game, has Alan Tudyk played a different robot? Yeah. You're absolutely right. Alan Tudyk was famously sunny in the movie I, Robot with Will Smith. Oh. What about the animated movie Robots? Uh, no, that's Robin Williams and Ewan McGregor. So you got another Star Wars guy, but he's not. Obi Wan was one of the robots. He was one of the main robots. <laughs> How does he do this? It's so. <laughs> what happens when you get a thirty-five on the ACT and go to sing and dance? And then college. you go to sing and dance college. You, <laughs> you got so fill much it with room some, for stats. There's so much room for names and movies, and I didn't fill it with anything else. So it might as well be, Cam. You're gonna need to tie the game up here if you have any chance of winning. Yeah. Just wait until this is over, Cam. Cam. Has Alan Tudyk played Abraham Lincoln? Yes. I'm sorry, Cam, that's no. incorrect. However, he did play his famous debate counterpart, Stephen A. Douglas, in Abraham Lincoln, Vampire Hunter. Ah. <laughs> Vampire Hunter. Alex, yes. just just for the good times, for the, the bragging rights of winning by two points instead of one, mm -hmm. 
Has Alan Tudyk played four different superheroes? Nope, he's played five. That would still be four different superheroes. You are correct in saying no. You are incorrect in saying five because I could only find three on his resume, but it's Superman, it's The Flash, and it's Green Arrow, so it's three good ones. Yeah, yeah. So by a score of three to one, Alex... You have one. Has Alan three Tudyk to one. played it? I thought it was two to one. No, you. No, I got three. You got. He just he just got his third one. There's just be uh, whoa, whoa, whoa. Oh, no. You were correct about. Don't kick her. Pirate, don't kick different her, robot. Sharkeisha. Don't kick her. <laughs> I'm Sharkeisha right now. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, you want to know something? Wow, I haven't thought about that in That's a long time. Ever heard. You want to know something? What? what? I don't know who Alan Tudyk is. <laughs> yeah, we know. <laughs> Clearly. I just Alex, yes. you started a podcast about movies. And I know. Absolutely. Objectively the least about movies. I gave you a 50-50 game. All you had to do was say yes or no every time. You can win that even if you I don't know who we're talking about. I just imagine if a human played it. <laughs> like, so you think, you think when I said that he played a chicken, you think like a guy like hunched over and Like me when I was the parrot in that one musical <laughs> at our church? Yeah. I thought about it a little bit. Yeah, that's kind of what I was thinking. And then I realized, oh, no, he probably just... I specifically said he did the voices. Of. I know you did. I understand now, but in the moment, I would have probably said no because it's hard for a human to play a chicken unless it's a very large chicken. It's a big chicken or, or a very small human. human. So, Zach, here's a little bit we have. Yeah. I want you to tell Cam or I. I oh, guess you should pick me. My my bet is Cam because he. I well, don't. what I want is for you to both do it, and then I'll tell you who's better. Oh, come on! <laughs> Never mind. Let's get it. <laughs> this isn't well, a game. Zachary this is just a different two. thing. Um, I. Do you you all watch this movie? Can you tell them what the segment is real quick? Yeah, so the the game that we're playing here, this is game number two, and game number two is I make you guys do voices, and I just tell you which one is better. So the the game that we're gonna do here, I know you both watched it. Um, I think my favorite voice in this movie is Saw Gerrera and how it sounds like his lungs don't work. So I need both of you to do Saw Gerrera at the ATM, and it's acting up. Cam, you're going first because you lost the game. Please say it in the voice. That's all I ask for. I don't do impressions, and I you have to do it, Cam. You have to do it. You gotta, you gotta do it like in the moment. Just feel it with your heart. Why is this dang ATM taking my quarters, Alex? I asked for three tens, not a twenty and two tens. I'm sorry. The correct answer was. I don't want 50s. Nobody's ever wanted 50s from the ATM. Why are you doing this to me? That's for already in 10 years. <laughs> that is Nobody that has is. ever wanted $50 bills from an ATM. <laughs> Not in space. Not in space. That's Not a space anywhere. Team. Guys, I think we really zoomed through this one, but I think it was a really good podcast. We had a great time. <laughs> you know, maybe people have made it to the end. Yeah. And nice. that's our official sponsor is Zoom. So thank you, Zoom, for our sponsor. We've that's a actually big deal. never used. Oh, maybe we used Zoom one time, didn't we? Uh, with the um, the irreverence guys. The irreverence guys. guys. We should have them back on. We should. We, we like should have had Angelo. Yeah, He's a big Star Wars guy. Angelo's awesome. Why we got to do months two of Star Wars. Yeah, and all guests. All yeah. guests all the time. We yeah. get a good reception from this. We get people that say, I like Star Wars, and then we bring all guests on season two of Star Wars. Do you think we can get Bernie Sanders to do some impressions? Yeah, probably. We could get Bernie Sanders to do impressions of other people? Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 
Cool. All good. I'm, my, my imagining of Bernie Sanders doing other impressions is that he doesn't do anything. He just says their name. So it's just like, I'm the, the, the 1% is stealing your money. Also, my name is Darth Vader. That's, that's <laughs> Bernie Sanders doing any other impression. That was great. And on that note, we're going to end this podcast. My name is Alex. I'm here with Cam and Zach. This is the Plainsight Podcast. If you liked what you heard, hit us up at Plainsight underscore pod on the socials or PlainsightPod at gmail.com with any questions, concerns, dreams, hopes, fears, anything. We want to hear from you. We love you. Thank you. Peace out. Wash your hands. (laughs)